Welcome to the RD Energy Stay Current newsletter for February 2023. I'm Daryl Bragg, president and owner of RD Energy, and the month of January was certainly not what we expected in terms of temperature and in terms of prices. We began we we started the winter again in the with a La Nina uh, weather pattern for the third year in a row. And when you look at the past two years, while we did have some, you know, warmth uh, early on, we did not experience the, you know, a month of extreme warmth in the Midwest and Northeast and extreme cold in the West. It did not happen for almost an entire month. Um, And now we're getting in that pattern where it looks like February is going to repeat that through. So this La Nina year is very different than the past two winters with the La Nina. And the La Nina, again, is a weather pattern that often uh, presents itself with a lot of high-pressure blocking over Greenland and over Alaska, helping the jet stream, the polar jet stream buckle, and bring cold temperatures down into the U.S. But this winter, instead of um, bringing it into the Midwest and Northeast, it pretty much pushed it down into the West and allowing the Southern jet stream <clears throat> to be very strong and create a ridge that basically brought us a lot of warm temperatures and a lot of wet temperature, wet weather in uh, January. And, and right now we're getting a few days of cold, but again, February is shaping up to be very much like January. We got next week and the week after we, we, we're going to see some very warm temperatures. So, uh, this has been a, a very unusual winter to say the least. And, and really looking ahead to next winter right now, we're looking at their forecasting that we're going to have an El Nino rather than a La Nina. And El Nino is a, is the opposite of a La Nina, and um, we'll get into that uh, later on in the year. But just leave it to say that normally in an El Nino, uh, the Midwest and Northeast normally does have a, a warmer trending winter uh, because the, the uh, polar jet stream stays north of uh, the U.S. the big portion of the time. So um, but back into what happened uh, in January um, and what's con- what's going to happen here in February? You know, we we also saw that, but due to the warmth we had in January, you know, the past couple of years we've been working in a, as a country with having a natural gas storage deficit year over year storage deficit, and now due to this extreme warmth in January, we are now having a. Uh, it, that has flipped, and now it's a storage surplus. So right now, we we are going looking to have, you know, between um, by the end of the winter season, we could be three or four hundred thousand BCF more in storage than we have been the past um, couple years. We could be as much as five hundred BCF uh, more in storage than uh, the past couple years. So that is a, you know, that's a pretty major factor. Um, The, um, you know, what we are going to be looking at now is, um, you know, we've seen prices for February and March, April plunge pretty dramatically. 
not, you know, I can't almost can't say it uh, strong enough about how much prices have plunged over the month of January. The, but the, the oddity about the whole thing is that, you know, normally, you know, historically, we, the, the NYMEX market for electric, natural gas and the electric wholesale market trades with what they call a backwardation scenario where a, the front months are the highest and year one pricing is what 12 month pricing is higher than 24 and 24 is higher than 36 because as you go out into the future, prices are actually lower than current month. But that has changed. Again, that's another thing that's flipped. So what we're seeing right now is that we're seeing prices trading, you know, you know, in the 270, 275 range for February and March and April, while we're seeing like next winter uh, trading on, at an, on an average price of around 410. So we're actually seeing the opposite now occur where next winter and the winter after and going forward, all those winters are much higher priced, substantially higher priced. So if, if, so a lot of buyers seem to think often, you know, and, it's, and we understand, I mean, it, it, you kind of think that, but when you see prices currently at a certain level, the tendency is to think, oh, that's the, that's how prices are in the future going long term that all the months are kind of in that range, but that's not the case at all. And in this case, it's particularly uh, different in seeing that prices are under $3 for February and March, but over $4 for next winter and beyond. So um, so when you look at longer term pricing, you're gonna see probably a two and three year price higher than a one year price. Not that that's a bad deal because, um, you know, it's just, um, you know, you just have to look at everything together to say, okay, when we look at the current trends, yes, everything seems to be, hey, we have a gas glut currently going on. We had a warm January. We we're having a warm February. It was actually warm also in Europe. So, again, the weather, the demand um, is exceptionally low. But that does not mean that that's, that's nothing's going to change, and you know, change the, change that message going forward. Whenever you have weak and bearish signals, it's easy to be optimistic and think, hey, it's going to stay bearish, because we also see the technical speculative traders really selling NYMEX, natural gas NYMEX, hard and pushing prices down probably more than they really should go down to. But that's the nature of the beast when it comes to speculative trading. They find something and they will drive it down. So what could happen? What could happen is that you could easily get a uh, short squeeze, what they call a short seller squeeze, meaning that the you know loan players, other speculative players, kind of put the squeeze to the short traders start raising prices and when those short traders have to start covering and getting out of those positions you could see a quick run up of prices um, so that could happen sometime over the next you know several months um, it's it's bound to happen at some point uh, we're very you know we, we have a lot of short traders right now and very very few long traders so 
this, this kind of recipe is kind of set up that uh, at some point, some catalyst, something happens, whether it's a heat wave in the summer, something happening can all suddenly switch the, the, the uh, page in the book and we see, you know, prices starting to climb for some fundamental reasons, but it gets accelerated because of the maybe a, a, a short squeeze uh, pushing prices up. But uh, so we've got a lot of things. We have to worry about uh, what will the China economy do after they're over their COVID-19 um, scenario. They had a zero tolerance policy. Then they opened up and now they have widespread COVID cases that dramatically hurt their infrastructure and their, their economy and their manufacturing. Thus, their energy use has gone down dramatically that's so much so that they've actually been reselling lng that they had delivered for their production they don't need it so they've been reselling it into the market again putting more natural gas into the already oversupplied market again helping push prices down prices in europe uh where they exceeded almost 80 dollars a mmbtu uh, last year and now are at the lowest points they've been since before COVID-19 began. So still well above U.S. prices, um, probably still um, triple or quadruple U.S. prices, um, still making LNG viable uh, to ship overseas and make a better return than they can here. But still, still the lowest prices they've been for a long time. But we also see that the demand could change here in the U.S. because the LNG Freeport LNG plant that got shut down last June is finally beginning to see some life. We're seeing some intake. We're seeing some regulatory approvals. We're seeing some things where um, after many delays, we're seeing some uh, uh, life at the plant and that uh, they may not be back to full steam in the next few weeks. But that could be they could be ramping up and getting some gas flowing LNG shipping it, and uh, by March and late March they could be you know pretty fully operational. Again, that'll be a demand that will help stabilize natural gas prices because it's going to take two BCF a day of new demand out of the domestic supply and take it over overseas. So we're seeing. Um, more LNG facilities being built that could come on, uh, that's scheduled to come on in 2024. So again, uh, what we're shipping today is about 13 BCF a day of LNG uh, to Europe and Asia and other places. And with uh, the Freeport plant coming on, that could add two more up to 15. And then we have more plants being built that could increase that up to from 15 to about 25 BCF a day of LNG being exported. So as you can see, there's still demand, you know, coming online that'll pull the domestic supplies down. So again, we also see more things in the future. When we look at the future, we're looking at that. When we're looking at how hot will the summer be? Will more coal plants, you know, be retired? Uh, will, you know, will the global economy rebound? What will be happening in the war in Ukraine? Uh, we have to look at, hey, what will U.S. Producer, <coughs> producers do? They, when, when, when gas prices got really high and drilling had not been rebounded yet, 
They used up, they took all their drill but uncompleted well inventory and basically finished all those wells. So their drilled but uncompleted inventory is extremely low right now. It's probably the lowest point it's been in many, many years. So producers are going to be, they've already talked about drilling and growing that inventory of drill and uncompleted wells so they can have this inventory of wells to come online. So when when that demand comes back and uh, prices do go back up, they can they can finish those wells and bring more gas on to the market. They so we're going to see a lot of drilling going on, but not necessarily all new production coming into the system. They're going to drill a lot, but grow their uh, drill but in uncompleted well inventory to get it back up to so that when prices do go up, they can benefit from it. So there's a lot going on. Um, so while we look at a short-term glut, gas glut, and short-term prices getting extremely attractive, we the reason long-term prices aren't falling to that ex- level is because of all these factors I've previously mentioned. There's a lot of stuff still on the table, and so prices could definitely rebound and uh, in, the, in this summer and uh, especially looking at longer term. So, you know, when you look at all that, you kind of have to start asking some questions, you know, um, you know, what, what, where will prices be as we go through 2023? Uh, what should we do? How should we buy our electric and natural gas now, even if our contract's not up to later in 2023 or even early 2024 or so? Should we be looking at buying some natural gas and electric now? Um, for a future start date, um, based on where the market is today, being weak, do we or or is it going to fall further? Um, do we buy some of it? Do we buy all of it? There's all these questions that you kind of have to start asking yourself. We haven't seen prices this low um, since, uh, gosh, 2019. But we do have a different market. The front months we're seeing again; those prices are low now. But even back in 2019 and 20, when we saw low front months, we also saw low prices out into the future. Today, we don't see that. We don't see those low uh, low prices of today in oh, next winter. We, we're seeing prices quite a bit higher, a dollar, dollar half higher than current prices. So it's a little, it's still a different uh, situation. So you know, we have to then say, hey, do you have an energy partner? like us at RD Energy, who, you know, can communicate information like we're doing today, uh, like we do every month. Um, we do uh, it We do it throughout the month with our current clients as we talk with them and strategize with them and kind of put together some options and show them, you know, what they, where they're at now and what they, you know, can do. So we, we are in a company that pushes, hey, let's go lock in for five years. We have a lot of customers right now that we might be locking in for 12 or 18, 24 tops to say, hey, let's get through this time and see if prices do collapse. But let's get something bought so that you're taking advantage of the current market. And because we know, hey, this utility prices are always on a delayed basis. So while market's dropping, they've been buying prices for the next year at prices much above current levels. So, like, for example, AEP, we know AEP's already bought nearly half of their uh, electric 
uh, for the next year, beginning June, at 12 cents a kilowatt hour. So you know the AEP rates starting uh, June will probably rise from their current 07, you know, uh, 7 cent rate uh, since they've already bought half of their uh, electric at 12. A lot of utilities have already bought, bought you know, some higher price stuff. So you, so if you're one of those customers that did say, hey, I went back to the utility because they had the best price alternative, well, again, that also is flipping on you where, you know, people who were saving money with the utility is now costing them money. So it's now time to look again at saying, oh, I better look at the new wholesale prices. And now that the market has tanked like it has, I can get better prices. So that is another thing that you need to be looking at if you went back to the utility because of, you know, because wholesale prices were higher than utility rates. Be aware that prices have flipped on you and it's time to get back into this third party supply and save money because you're going to be overpaying the um so we kind of look and say okay let's um we're not a company that does telemarketing so we're not going to be calling you um we're not you know we're a local ohio based company we have many clients around ohio and that's our number one um uh, goal and number one priority. So we are offering out to you. Hey, give us a call. Sending us, send us an email. Get on our calendar. Let's talk energy, and and uh, let's use our forty years of energy knowledge and and our data trending and our communication, and let's get you back to where you, you know you have a little more of a comfort in what you're doing. Um, let's take advantage of the market. Let's plan ahead. Let's create a strategy. And, uh, you know, this, uh, we can get that ball rolling pretty quickly. Um, you can check out our website. Check us out. You can see who we are. And um, we always have, you know, uh, we have very good testimonials and business references. So if you're like, are these guys a real deal? We, we can prove that we are. So we really believe we're exactly what you need to achieve your uh, goals. We, we, we just know it. So we know that starting a conversation is key to any type of business relationship. So we have, again, we have clients all over Ohio for, for over 15 years. We're proud of that fact. And we're proud of knowing that that's our priority. But we do like to toss out and we do like to grow. But it's got to be a controlled growth. And so if you want to be part of that and we want you to be, then give us a call, email us, and let's get that conversation started. So again, 2023 is going to be a very interesting year. But there's a lot of change coming in 2023, 24, and 25. It doesn't pay to be complacent. And it doesn't pay to say, I'm going to just keep doing the same old thing. I'm comfortable doing whatever I've done in the past, even though oftentimes you aren't really aware of what that is. It's, it's, we know the tendency for buyers is not to do something new, not to step out and explore new strategies and, and new partners and stuff like that. We're hoping that you can understand from our monthly newsletters in our podcasts that we are different and we do like to communicate and work with our clients very closely. So we look forward to hearing from you. 
and let's uh, again get the conversation started. So until next month, uh, have a great uh, month, but uh, feel free to call us with any questions. Thank you.